Well, good morning, and thank you for tuning in to Dr. Gina's radio chat. It is Wednesday, May 18th, and what a day it is. God bless you all, and thank you for tuning in. This is an opportunity while you're tuning in to tell a friend. Go ahead and tell your friends. Text them, inbox them, DM them, message them. Call them up and tell them that Dr. Gina's radio chat is on and live right now at the top of the hour. It is 11.01 and I am so excited about today's show. It is going to be a good one today. We got Jonathan Kahn. He's talking about his brand new movie, The Harbingers of Things to Come. Oh my goodness, this is going to be so good. And we have Minister Nicole Atkinson within his presence today. And of course we got ministerial moment. But first, let me just tell you to go ahead and download the app. If you have not BBS radio, go ahead and download the app. If you're at home working from your computer and you have Google say, hey, Google, play Gina's radio chat. If you have Alexa say, hey, Alexa, BBS radio station number one, and it'll bring you right into the show. So that'll let um, so you can have your uh, laptop free and you can go ahead and tune in as you work. Listen, you can take your USB cord with you in the car. Listen to BBS radio, Dr. Gina's radio chat everywhere you go in your commute in your um, journey going to the grocery store or you can listen to it. Listen to it on your phone while you're walking your dog going, working out or whatever you want to do. Take us with you. We want to go too. <laughs> oh, I love you guys so much. Listen, let's get into the weather so we can get on with the show, shall we? Today, uh, Wednesday at uh, in Washington, D.C., it is 68 degrees. Today in D.C., your high is going to be 75. You are sunny, 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 but clouds are coming and you got showers coming late this evening all throughout the early mornings. Uh, let's see, Detroit, Michigan, you are 54 degrees right now and rain, 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 rain all day today for you. Um, yeah, it's not letting up and uh, even going into tomorrow, so be prepared for for that. Uh, let's see, Richmond, Virginia, you are 71 degrees right now. Your high is going to be 81 degrees, partly sunny today. So that's pretty good and mild for you. Uh, London, you are 73 degrees right now. Your high was 75 degrees. You are cloudy all the way through the evening. You've got rain showers um, until in the morning. You're waking up to showers, 54 degrees, and your high tomorrow is going to be 75 degrees. Los Angeles, you are 60 degrees and cloudy. Uh, your high today is going to be 73. All sunshine for you today. Love it, love it, love it. Miami, you are 85 degrees right now. Your high today is going to be 87. Mostly sunny all throughout today. Sounds good to me. Love Miami weather. Kenya, you are 94 degrees right now. Uh, your high today is going to be, um, it is 94 degrees is your high today. You have clouds, clouds, clouds. That's pretty cool for you because normally you are like a whopping hundred and something degrees, Kenya. Um, but yeah, your high today was 94 degrees and um, you're waking up to 74 degrees, partly cloudy. Your high tomorrow is going to be 94 as well. Uh, let's see here. Hawaii, you are 55 degrees and you are mostly clear right now. Your high was 73 degrees. Your high today is 73 degrees. You're waking up to 53 degrees and your high tomorrow is going to be 73 degrees as well. You got clouds coming in, but you're mostly sunny um, waking up in the morning. So that's pretty good. You're breaking out of that. That sounds lovely. Hawaii. I love that. 
All right, Australia, you are 43 degrees. Your high today was 58 degrees. You're waking up to 39 degrees, um, partly sunny. You had some clouds going on. Um, so, yeah, you're waking up to 39 degrees, partly sunny. Your high today, tomorrow is going to be 58 degrees. Uh, Puerto Rico, 80 degrees. And your high is 80, 83 degrees today, partly cloudy. Uh, let's see. You're waking up to 68 degrees with some sunshine. Um, your high tomorrow is going to be 84 degrees. Let's see. What else? Who else? Who else? Portugal, 74 degrees um, is your high today. Let's see. You got partly sunny. Got some clouds going on. Showers coming throughout the night. Um, in the morning, you're waking up with showers, 58 degrees. And your high tomorrow is going to be 75 degrees. If I didn't name your continent, your city, your state, guess what? It doesn't matter because God is still in control and he has the final say. And he loves you no matter what's going on through you, about you, with you, around you. He's still in control and he's concerned about you. I love you. But most importantly, he loves you the most. All right, we're going to take a sponsorship break and we'll be right back with Ministerial Moments. Hi, my name is Gina R. Prince, and I'm so excited to share with you my third published book, In the Weight of Every Loss. In the Weight of Every Loss, I share revelation God gave me concerning the scripture, Hebrews 12 and 1, stripping off every unnecessary weight and the sin which so easily and cleverly entangles us. In the weight of every loss, I'm being completely transparent about my own struggles I endured in my personal walk. Serving in a leadership role as an ordained apostle preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ is not always easy. So if you are called into leadership or are actively in a leadership role right now, In the Weight of Every Loss will expose the real work of the enemy. You will be encouraged to regain your strength again and return back to the will of God. In the Weight of Every Loss is for those in leadership struggling to maintain strength. It is for those who truly want to walk in truth and for those who are no longer willing to live in a lie anymore. Get In the Weight of Every Loss. Get in the weight of every loss. It's, it's a, I'm about to say it's playing. You know what? It should be a movie. It's so juicy. <laughs> you can get it in Kindle and Amazon. Go ahead and get your copy. Or you can go on Dr. Gina's, drginarprince.com and order your copy. And I will gladly send you an autograph copy of your book, In the Weight of Every Loss. All right, you guys. All right. So let's get into ministerial moment real quick. It's going to be quick and simple because we got Jonathan Kahn coming and that interview is so good, so informative, so much revelation and just simply so powerful. I am excited about it. You got to get your tickets too to go see the harbingers of things to come in theaters May 19th. So awesome. All right, let's get into it. I just want to encourage my, my, my brothers and sisters, you know what, you know, in the body of Christ, you know, we got some saints that are just stuck in one rhythm. They just don't believe that God can just, you know, switch things up, change things up, shake things up. And I really want to encourage my brothers and sisters to really, really, really allow yourself to allow God to shake some things up. Allow God to shift some things for you. You know, we don't have to be a one hit wonder. We don't have to be one note. We don't have to reference, you know, 1969, 1985, 1999. 
You know, God can do something spectacular right here and right now in your life. A lot of times we get so caught up in traditions of man or religion, we don't see that God will shift something or make something brand new or restore things. He says he makes all things new, you know, and and that he is he is the rewarder of those that diligently seek him. And so if we're diligently seeking him, then we're always having something fresh something revived, something new, something restored. I mean, he keeps us right, you know, and so I just want to encourage my brothers and sisters that still hold on to the traditions of man and religion. It's a spiritual journey. Let God move you by his spirit. It's not by might nor by power, but it's by his spirit. And we have to allow him to move us by his spirit so we can see the greater things of his glory and of his grace. It is definitely there for you. He just wants you to believe it and allow him to do it. You know, it's not by works, it's by his spirit. So I really want to encourage all of my brothers and sisters in this season and time to allow God to shift some things, allow God to transform some things, allow God to do something new in your life. And not even just from your perspective, not even just the things that you've seen or the things that you want, you know, per se that you came up with or your family wants or, you know, some idea that you have. Allow him to do things exceedingly and abundantly above all that you can ever ask or think. Allow him to do that. Eyes have not seen and ears have not heard the thought, heard the thoughts and plans that he has towards you. Thoughts are good and not for evil. Allow him, you know, to not lean on to your own understanding, but acknowledge him. And before that scripture says, trust in the Lord and lean not onto your own understanding. Acknowledge him in all thy ways and he will direct your path. Allow him to direct your path. You know, so many of us are just holding on and just uh, afraid. It's fear, you know, but God did not give us the spirit of fear, but he gave us the, um, you know, gave us a sound mind, power and love, love, power and a sound mind. So it's really, really just for us to just really let go and let God. If we're going to just, you know, quote some things that we've been hearing, let go and let God truly allow him to move by his spirit in our lives, allow him to do the greater works that we cannot do. We cannot, you know, we can not do it without him. We are nothing without him. We can do nothing without him. We need him. And so I just encourage my brothers and sisters again to really let God have his way. Allow him to shift and shake. And and I just um, plead the blood of Jesus over your mind that you will not be afraid because God did not give you the spirit of fear. So I speak peace over you and allowing him to redirect you and, and lead you to the way that you must go you know, and, and, and just be encouraged by that because this is it. This is the time that we are being strengthened and being prepared for the coming of our Lord. You know, when things start getting rough, we're going to be steadfast and unmovable. I mean, look at what's going on around us. We have to do and say what thus say the Lord. You know, Jesus walked this earth and said, I only speak what my father says to speak, speaks, and I only do what he tells me to do. We have to move by the spirit of God that way, where we are looking at things the way he sees them. And we are saying that things that he are le- he's leading us to say, and we are doing what he is telling us to do. Obedience is greater than sacrifice. It doesn't matter how many times you go to church. It doesn't matter how much time, how many 
praises you give your bishop or your pastor, your apostle or prophet. It doesn't matter how much money you sow in or how much money tithing you pay. Obedience to God is greater than sacrifice. He's looking for your heart to be surrendered in a, a, a posture of surrenderance unto him. And he will lead you into the way, into the doing, into saying, into being what he created and predestined for you to be, say, do, and <laughs> And, and be and all of that. All right. So just let God shake you up a little bit. Let go and let God. That's what we like to say. Then, OK, let go and let God. But the most important thing is not by might nor by power, but it's by the spirit of God. Let him move you by his spirit. Just be encouraged to let go and surrender, okay? Come out of that old. Take those old garments off and put on something new. Let God shift you up and change you up and flip you up and raise you up. Let him change your garments. Let him get the glory out of what he's doing in your life, you know, because you only limit. You only limited. God is humongous. He is able to do everything. There's nothing that he cannot do and nothing that he's not willing to do for his divine purpose, for his will to be revealed and that his glory will be revealed throughout the earth. Okay. So I just wanted to tell you that shake it up. Let the Holy Ghost have his way. All right. All right. This has been ministerial moment and we'll be right back with Jonathan Khan right after this commercial break. I love you. We'll be right back. Hello, I am enjoying my apothecary right, package by Positive Packages. I am loving how this is making me feel all organic and natural. Ooh, I just feel so tingly and so vibrant. I have healing salt, delicate cleanser, and this uplifting cream. Lift me up. So natural and organic, you guys. Positive vibes. That's what I'm feeling from my positive package. Lean and mist, healing salt, so much more to keep me positive, giving me positive vibes, y'all. I love it. This is so nice. Packaged so well. Positive packages. Get you some today. Get you a package. Send it to a friend. Positive vibes, baby. That's what we talking about. Freedom and deliverance are available to you in Born Into Sin, Transformed Into Destiny by Dr. Gina R. Prince. One woman's story is everyone's struggle in Born Into Sin, Transformed Into Destiny. Available now at drginaprince.com. Have you heard about the Life in the Spirit devotionals? Life in the Spirit is a collection of teaching devotionals that shatters the work of the enemy who attempts to hold you back from reaching your full potential. The first set is called the Solid Rock series. These four devotionals help you build a strong foundation to stay rooted and grounded in Christ. You'll learn what it means to be a child of God, how to have the faith that moves mountains, how you can experience true freedom in Christ, and how to step into your purpose and destiny. The second set is called the Holy Spirit series. These four devotionals help you build an intimate relationship with the Holy Spirit. You'll be guided into encounters with the Holy Spirit. Learn to go deeper into His presence. Understand and receive the Holy Spirit baptism. And learn to war powerfully in the Spirit. You get all eight devotionals from Life in the Spirit for only $30 plus free shipping. Save 80% now with this special offer. Go to lifeinthespiritbooks.com.
Hi, this is Allison Cartwright with EventShine, where we help you develop your ideas. And now you're listening to Dr. Gina's Radio Chat. All right, Jonathan Kahn, I'm so excited to have you here with us on the show. I always enjoy you coming on. The listeners enjoy you. You're so informative and exciting to listen to. I love it. I want to introduce you to all of the listeners. Jonathan Kahn caused a worldwide stir with the release of his explosive first book, The Harbinger. The book became an instant New York Times bestseller and brought him to national and international prominence. His next books were all New York Times bestsellers as well. The mystery of Shamat, Sh- Shamita. Shamita. Yeah. Yes, I love that. The <laughs> book of mysteries, the paradigm, the oracle, the harbinger two, the return. He was named along with Billy Graham as one of the top 40 spiritual leaders of the last 40 years to have radically impacted the world. Called the prophetic voice of this generation, he has spoken on Capitol Hill at the United Nations and to millions of people around the world. He is known for opening the deep mysteries of scripture and bringing forth messages of prophetic import. Khan leads hope of the world mystery, an international outreach of teaching evangelism and compassion projects for the world's most needy. He also leads Beth Israel at the Jerusalem Center, his worship center just outside New York city in wayne new jersey and he has a movie coming out harbingers of things to come and that is coming out may 19th you gotta go get your tickets um tickets are um available so go ahead and look into that and we're going to give all the information you can find the showings near you by visiting the harbinger of things to come.com the harbingers of things to come.com go get your tickets right now may 19th all right let's get to this interview jonathan welcome to the show <laughs> good to be here i feel like we've said accomplishment <laughs> Yes, we have. I'm telling you, you have done a lot of accomplishments, and that's why I love um, doing the introduction for you, because it's it's just a reminder of all of the things that you do, you. all of the things you have done, and it's in quite incredible and impactful to all of the nations around the world. So let's get started. There's a movie coming out across America. Um, you have one that um, is coming out May 19th called The Harbingers of the Things of Things to Come, Harbingers of Things to Come. What is it? Yeah, well, this is, Dr. Gina, this is going to be, it's going to be like a prophetic explosion on, um, in movie theaters across the country. The Lord just opened this uh, really amazing door. Um, you know, people know me from the books, so we've never done anything like this where it's actually going to be appearing, uh, in movie theaters. Um, and it is going to be the, the, it's going to be revealing on the screen, uh, the ancient mystery that is behind what has been happening to, uh, to America, what is happening now, what is going to happen, what does the future hold, um, what do you, believers need to know be, for the future to stand, um, and is there hope, and, and how to get ready. And also, it is, I mean, it's going to be that I'm going to be taking the viewer across, throughout the country to prov- Uncover these prophetic mysteries. Um, into, for instance, I'm going on on a on a boat, start charting a boat to mysterious islands in um, off of New York and off and off of the Massachusetts Bay, where there are mysteries 
embedded really from the beginning of America that are coming true now. You know, um, so the people, so the, the the ones, the people who know me from the books, you're not just going to read it. You're going to see the harbingers unfolding, and it's going to start. But for those who know the harbingers, it's going to start with that. But most of what's in the movie is not in the harbingers because the mystery of the harbingers have not stopped. Um, it is continued. More harbingers have appeared. The warnings of judgment have appeared. The signs of what is coming have appeared. So this is all going to be, I mean, it's going to be um, really an explosion. And it's not only for, you know, it's for believers, definitely. It's a wake-up call, and it's for anybody in your life who needs to know, and we've woken up. But it's also for non-believers. So, so bring, I'm, I'm encouraging and all, everybody to bring unsaved people, because it's going to be really hard to argue with this. You know, and most of them have never seen anything like it. They might have said, okay, yeah, I've heard about God, I heard this, but they're going to, they're, it's going to be something that's going to hit them that they've never had before. So it's a powerful thing. So bring out believers. And, and the, you know, for those who don't know, because when this airs, it'll be the, you'll have one shot to get it, which will be, probably, I think, like the next tomorrow. It'll be May 19th, Thursday night. The first one was May 12th, but there was so much that this could, they made an overflow because it was the second premiere. So especially use that to bring out people because uh, you're going to have an overflow. I mean, you're going to have the movie theater, you know, it's kind of extra space. So bring out whoever needs to hear it. And that, again, that's at the Harbinger. Just go to the harbingers.com. It'll tell you where it's playing. I love this. I'm excited about it. Why now? Why now? Well, you know what, Dr. Gina, we're in, we are at, in critical times. You know, the as I said, the mystery has not stopped. So it it is a it, you know the harbinger is a is revealing this mystery of judgment, and we are at a when I wrote the harbinger, I knew it was like the, it was the beginning. It wasn't the end. It was the beginning of the mystery. But now we're at a later stage. So we watch what's happening in America, what's happening in the world, what's happening in America, um, and 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 uh, really really the disintegration of what, of what everything that's happening is is part of the mystery of judgment so it's later now than it was before and it's all coming true so so I, we knew like we had to get this out because if there's any the only hope america has is revival um and and if if that doesn't happen america is gone and and also that that we are on the verge of some very important things and god's people have to know we have to be ready for what's coming uh, and we and we have to stand strong and there's a way to do that. Wow. For those who may not know, set up the mystery and the template of the Harbinger and what it has to do with America. Yeah, well, the, the mystery of the Harbinger is this biblical uh, template or pattern that that when a nation ha- that has known God departs from God, there is a there's a mystery to it. There's a pattern to it. There's a template that unfolds. God is consistent, um, and it always begins with this strike on the land. And the strike on the land happens years before the nation's judgment. It's a it's a shaking. It's a wake up call. It comes in the form of an enemy attack. Well, it happened to ancient Israel. Happened to ancient Judah. Happened again and again, and it happened to America on September 11th. That was the beginning of the mystery. And it's from that that the harbingers appear. In the last days of ancient Israel, the nine harbingers, or prophetic warnings of judgment, appeared in the land before it was destroyed. Well, those same nine harbingers that appeared in Israel's last days have now appeared in America uh, on American soil, 
uh, some in New York City, some in Washington, some involving uh, the pre- president, some involving ceremonies, objects, but they've all appeared exactly and precisely. And the thing is that, that it all began with 9-11. But then there is, this, there is this period of time, this grace period, after that first strike, the years that the nation is given to come back to God. If it comes back to God, it is, it is, there's revival, there's restoration. If it does not, then it heads to judgment, and that's where we are. Wow. Oh, my goodness. What does the template reveal about where we are now? Yeah, well, on the, you know, when, when, the, when the strike comes, you know, it's, it's a shaking. So it's to come back to God. And, and it's actually to save the nation. What happened is after 9-11, you know, people were flocking to, to churches saying, God bless America. You know, and it looked like there could be revival. Well, there was no revival. After three weeks, it was over. And because there was no repentance, there was no turning. And we, if you don't, without repentance, you can't have revival. If you don't turn, you can't have revival. So instead of getting better, we've gotten worse. If we look at where we were mm-hmm. at 9-11 and where we are now, it's it's light years away. We're racing away from God now. I mean, the mainstream culture. So the thing is, that's exactly what the template of the harbinger reveals is going to happen, unless there's revival. And the thing is, you, Dr. Gina, on the day after 9-11, uh, the, the, the American government gathers on Capitol Hill, and the Senate Majority Leader, Tom Daschle, uh, he gives America's response to, to the strike. And at the end of his speech, he says, there is a word from Isaiah that speaks to us now. And out of his mouth, comes the scriptures of the harbinger. Out of his mouth comes a scripture that is pronouncing judgment. It's identifying America as a nation that is, to, that is going away from God, that is ju- the judgments have just begun, and it is now, it is, it is defying God. And it's that very scripture, it was prophetic, and at the end, right after he says that scripture, which is the harbinger scripture, all the harbingers are in that scripture, uh, at the, after he says it, he says, this is what we're going to do. We're going to do what ancient Israel did. He doesn't say it like that, but that's what he says. So in other words, what he said was prophetic. So we have done exactly that. We have defied God, and now it heads to an even more dangerous time. So it is, it is a critical time. My goodness. Does it reveal anything about what we're witnessing with cancel culture? Yeah, because, you know, it says in the Bible, what are those who call evil good and good evil? And if you look at that, the first part, you know, it's a, it, there's an order to it. First is calling evil good. Well, that's what we've done. First, you know, first stage of America has fallen away. It's like, hey, this is okay. This is okay. Tolerate it. Everything, go, anything goes. Do your own thing. Let, this is okay now. It's no longer sin. This is okay. Okay. That's calling evil good. But the next stage is calling, it says, and who call good evil. So what happens is the nation that said, all this is fine, be, do your own thing, is now going to turn to another stage where they're going to start calling what is good evil, and they're going to start canceling it, trying to ban it, trying to ban the gospel, calling, calling the ways of God evil. We have to, we, you know, we have to come against it now. We're going to, we're going to take you off the air. We're going to boycott you. So we're, we are now in the second stage. And when you, and, and that's also what the harbinger reveals because in the last days of Israel, before the judgment came, the thing is they were trying to cancel out the people of God. When, when judgment, when the Babylonians, you know, finally struck the land, Jeremiah was in prison because they were trying to cancel him. So we are in the exact stage of ancient Israel. Even cancel culture is assigned to us right now. I, I can see that for sure. In your first book, The Harbinger, you have a chapter called Things to Come. It speaks about what happens to a nation that continues departing from God after the warning. What did you say would happen? 
Well, it's and this is you know people can see it in the original book in the Harbinger. Um, you know, this is not the Harbinger Two is my last book. The Harbinger Two, the Harbinger, the first is the first book. So this is like ten years ago. It says things to come, and and everything. It says, for instance, the nation is going to become more and more divided. You know, which a divided nation. That's one of the signs of judgment. We are there. Uh, it's gonna it's gonna have uh, the civil disorder. It's gonna be breakdown of order in the culture. There's gonna be uh, we're 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 there. It's gonna there's gonna be economic disintegration. We're there right now. Um, it's gonna be gonna, we're gonna see decline and fall. Well, we are right now in decline. America is declining in its power. Its enemies are rising. We're in that too. It's gonna it's gonna see. I mean, basically everything that it said is coming true, and there's not one thing that is not coming true that is in the template of things to come. And then and so we are there. Everything is coming true. Wow. That is something else, how you found that out. Um, that's great revelation. What are you able to do in a movie like The Harbingers of Things to Come that you can't do in in your books? Well, one is they, the people, they're actually going to see these things. We, we found, you know, like, like hidden footage, archival footage. Of, you're actually going to see the Harbingers. You're actually, I'm actually going to take you to, to you know, mysteries I never, I've never been to. Like when I talk about these mysterious islands, which have things that I've never put, you know, into film. And there's also something where people are, there's a prophetic image or a prophetic foreshadow that was caught on film, was caught on camera and was caught on video, which was, is a, is revealing what was going to happen before it happened? What's happening now to America before it happened? It's literally, it's, it's mind-boggling. And I've had this film for years, and I have never released it in this way, and we're going to release it on that film. Near the end of the Harbingers of Things to Come, they're going to actually see that. It's a prophetic image from God, which is, which is revealing everything before it happened. I'm, ex- I'm so excited. May 19th, everybody. Okay, you put something in your first book that um, the, you put something in your first book, The Harbinger, and your latest book, The Harbinger 2, that actually pinpointed the timing of what's happening now. What is it? Yeah, and this was, you know, so it's, and this is now going to be shown, you know, in the movie. Well, there, there's a, the question's asked in the Harvard is how long is it before the, between the first strike, um, that warning strike, and the time of when greater shakings come on the land? Um, and, and the answer is when you, when you, do, when you do the math, you know, uh, 605 BC to 586 BC, it comes out to 19 years, a 19 year period. 19 years is linked to judgment, that number 19, linked to judgment. And it says in the 19th year, you know, the Nebuchadnezzar came and he, he had, he came and judgment came on the land. So if, if 9-11 happened when? It was 2001. So could it be that the 19th year is going to pinpoint when greater shakings come on the land? Well, when is the 19th year? The 19th year is the year 2020, the year when COVID and all the shakings, the locked everything came on America. It came in the 19th year, according to the template. And Jeremiah, when he speaks about the 19th year of what would happen in Israel, he says one of the shakings that's coming on the land is going to be the is going to be a plague. A plague will come in the 19th year. Translate that: a plague will come in 2020. And what was the name? What's the name of the plague? COVID, and then the number 19. Woo! Wow. There's something that came true after the Harbinger 2 came out. It happened just this past autumn. It had to do with Afghanistan. What was that? <laughs> yeah, well, one of the harbingers, Dr. Gina, when we first talked, is the harbinger of the terrorist. You know, because when the when the strike comes, it's not just enemies. There, it's it comes by terrorists. That's the biblical mystery. But what happens is, if the nation doesn't turn back to God, the terrorist will come back, will return, 
And that's the, that. And I was always wondering because we drove the terrorists. The first thing was we drove them out of Afghanistan. Well, I was always wondering if because we didn't come back. Or when is it going to happen that the terrorists are going to return to Afghanistan and we're going to leave? Well, it happened now, and it happened after the harbinger, after the harbinger two happened this September. And the thing is that the, when you see the terrorists return, it's an ominous sign. When you see Americans, the troops fleeing, and the terrorists, the Taliban returning, Al Qaeda returning, it all happened now. We've seen it. But not only that, remember the 19-year mystery. When did it happen? Well, it began when the Secretary of State came to Qatar to have talks with the Taliban to basically tell them, we've decided we're pulling out and you're coming back, but be nice. You know, I'm just paraphrasing. So the thing is, so when did that happen? It happened when he arrived in Qatar. That was 2020, the 19th year, as we said, and it happened on the date was September 11th. It was 19 years to the exact date the undoing begins. Wow. This is something you mentioned a little bit about this earlier Um, in the movie, The Harbingers of Things to Come. You're going to reveal a prophetic image and video sequence that's never been shown this way before. I know you can't reveal it yet, (laughs) but what can you tell us about it? Okay, I'll tell I'll tell I'll tell you just this this uh, a little bit more, and that is that first of all, God gives shadows, foreshadows before they happen. Um, but of course, back then they didn't have cameras, they didn't have videos, you know. Um, yeah. And and so this is actually captured. Um, I will tell you this: it was cap- you know, and also God reveals. Well, when do you first see the signs of judgment? The, you, in ancient times, well, the watchmen would see the first ones. The, the watchmen, watchmen who would stand at the gate. The gate is the place where you see. It. Well, we were actually, I was actually there, and it, it actually was revealed. At the nation's gate, we, at the at the pedestal of the Statue of Liberty, the, the it was revealed, and it's graphic. I mean, it's exact, it's precise, it's it's amazing. And I'll tell you that while somebody who saw an advance, you know, viewing of this said it was just it was just they had they had uh, they had goosebumps. It was bone chilling, but it's real wow. and it's powerful, and you're going to see it in the movie. <laughs> I'm I'm so excited to see it. I'm I'm at the edge of my seat, Jonathan Kahn. Okay, on the day after 9/11, there was an ancient prophetic word spoken on Capitol Hill by a US senator that actually prophesied what was going to happen to America. Tell us all about that. What yeah, happened? And, yeah, and and I gave you a glimpse, but I'm going to give you some detail here now. And that is that when that you know on, on the day after 9/11 on Capitol Hill, you know, the word of the har- the harbinger word the same exact words that were proclaimed in ancient Israel by their leaders the day what just right after they were attacked and that that pronounced judgment on the nation was pronounced on Capitol Hill word for word but Tom Daschle actually it's Isaiah 9:10 which is the harbinger scripture and it's about the attack on the land and but the thing is he actually mentions he says he says he speaks about a tree that will be struck down in the attack that day he doesn't know that day they're actually discovering that tree was struck down on the land in nine on ground zero he speaks he says that he speaks about a stone that's going to be placed in in the ground where there was the attack that's going to happen two years later i mean this is like prophecy he speaks mm-hmm. about a, 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 another tree that's going to replace the other tree a specific kind it, it, he says the specific kind it's actually going to be fulfilled three years later um at 9 11 so everything he says is prophecy coming true and it's in the congressional record i mean this is not this is the harbor. it's actually there and and then what he says is when he says this is what we'll do what he's saying is he's the other prophecy is america right now is not turning back it's going to defy it's going to become more defiant against god and look at where we are now so every single thing was prophesied 
on the prophesied on the day after 9/11 from Capitol Hill, no less. Wow, that I've read that, and I, I've read both your books, Harbinger One and Two. And if you haven't gotten your copies, you need to get your copies so you can get more immersed in what he, he's talking about right now today. This is so exciting and so informative. All right, this that same verse of National Judgment actually pinpointed the exact date of 9-11 years before it happened. And you had no idea of it when you wrote The Harbinger. Tell us how that happened. Yeah, I, absolutely. I mean, you know, that, that I had zero idea. Whenever. And remember, The Harbinger's focus on that scripture, Isaiah 9-10, which is the people's, the people's defiance after they've been attacked. <clears throat> that first attack, the beginning, it's about the, the attack, the beginning of judgment. And so, so that's what it's about. Now, I had no idea. On the day of September 11th, when the attack came, all over America, believers were opening up their Bibles to that verse before the attack happened that morning. Before, how could that have happened? Well, there's a Bible called the One Year Bible, which many believers know. And the One Year Bible has a, has a you know, scripture passage or portion every day, appointed for every day. Uh, well, if you open up the One Year Bible to the Harbinger scripture, to the, attack, to the Isaiah 9:10, to, to the scripture on the attack on the land and the beginning of judgment, they will see a date on the page, on top of the page. The date on the page of the attack is September 11th. On the, the in the one year Bible, and it, this came out. The one year Bible came out in the 1980s. It was all there, and so every year on September 11th, believers were opening up their Bible before it happened to the scripture about the attack every September 11th about the attack before it came about the enemy coming about the beginning of judgment, and then finally it came. And I had no idea. And who could put that together but God? Mm, 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 mm. Mm, he is so amazing wow in the movie you revealed that that those same ancient words of judgment are linked to something barack obama did now what was that yeah now he had no idea like everybody remember everybody who does this has no idea they don't know what they're doing but uh this is after the harbinger came out the the, the president was asked to come down to ground zero he came down to ground zero and one of the harbingers is that tower of defiance at ground zero well, they were just about to finish it, and they asked, they asked him to write words on the beam that's going to crown the tower. So he does, and he has no idea what he's doing. I mean, it's not like, you know, they, you know and it, what he writes in modern English is a paraphrase of Isaiah 9.10, the scripture, the words that pronounce judgment on the nation. And here it is on the harbinger. It's actually the harbinger scripture. Now it's crowning the harbinger on the, the highest words of America. And actually, you, Dr. Gino, when, when the, the the, the leaders of ancient Israel, when they when they issued the same words in Hebrew, it was only eight words. Eight words brought judgment. Well, when when the president writes it on the beam, and he doesn't know what he's doing, he he writes it exactly eight words that parallel the eight Hebrew words. I mean, I mean, in fact, in fact, the central words of his of what he writes is "We rebuild." The central word of the ancient scripture of judgment, or the, the words of was is the word "nivneh," which means. We rebuild. And so the highest words in America now, in the heavens, are words of defiance uh, that are the harbinger scripture warning of judgment, and he had no idea. Man, mind-blowing. My mind is blown. All right, Jonathan, there's a lot of controversy over what happened on January the 6th on Capitol Hill. You have something to really reveal about that goes back 
to a mystery you wrote about in your book, The Paradigm. Tell us about that. Yeah, yeah. Now, this is because it's, it's, listen, and I, it's, it's not that I know these things, or I knew it when I wrote it, but God knew it. And so it's actually things are come, from the books are coming true after the books came out. Well, I'll just tell a quick, I'll do the real nutshell because of the time. Um, and that is that the paradigm reveals that uh, specific events that are happening now and specific people that are following these prototypes of people in the Bible. And this one was Donald Trump, who was following the prototype of Jehu. I won't go into it, but Jehu was wild. You couldn't predict him. You didn't know what he was doing. I mean, you never know what he was going to do next. Uh, but he was used, you know, in some ways, despite himself, to hold back where the fall of the nation. Well, well, one of the things he does is he calls for an assembly in the, in the capital city. Well, Donald Trump called for that assembly. Then the people of Jehu, they actually surround a capital building. <laughs> and so the people of Donald Trump, they actually surround. I'm not saying they, it's not political. I'm not saying he said this or who's responsible. It's simply, this is the mystery. So they, so, and then it says the people, men of, of Jehu, actually lay siege to this capital building. Well, exactly what happened wow. on January 6th. And then I'll just say, I'll just give you one more clue on this, and that is that, that, you know, after that week, the Capitol Police announced to the world that they had arrested the people who were in Washington who lay siege, and they, and they gave a specific number, headlines all over, and the number was 80. 80 people had laid siege to that building, um, you know, you know uh, in, in Jehu, with Jehu. Uh, well, it's how many, you know, the, the thing is, I mean, I'm sorry, 80 people at the Capitol Hill, you know, there were 80 people arrested. If you look in the Bible, and it says how many people laid siege to that, that capital city in Jehu, the Book of Kings says it was 80 people, 80 men, same exact thing. And so there's a very profound thing here, but I'll just say what it signified is that that January 6th thing signified it was the, really the end of Jehu's reign or Trump's reign, and it was the beginning of the reign of Baal, the powers of Baal in power. So there's so much to that, but that's just a little nutshell. Oh, my gosh, this is incredible. There are several things you reveal in the Harbingers of things to come that you held back from revealing that goes back to 9-11, but is a warning to us now. Tell us about the mystery of the Pentagon. Yeah, this is called the unreal. I'll do a quick thing. When judgment comes to a nation, um, and this is a biblical template, Dr. Gina, that it, it strikes, the powers of the nation are struck. Well, look at 9-11. What was struck? Two places, New York and, and the World Trade Center, and, and which represents America's economic power. That's one. The other power is its military power. Well, what's the, what symbolizes that? The Pentagon. So the Pentagon was struck too. Biblical template. Yeah. But here's the thing. When was the, when was the Pentagon built? You know, it was built the, the very year that America began its rise to military superpower in 1941 when it entered the Second World War. It would come out superpower. Well, what day was it built? When did that power begin? What day was it built? The Pentagon was born on 9-11. It was born on September 11th. That is the day the rise began. So on the day of the beginning of the rise comes the breaking down, the biblical template. The, that, and, and the warning is all our power comes from God. But if we war against the God of our foundation, that power shall crumble. Woo! There was something that happened to one of the nine original Harbinger. After the Harbinger came out, what was it and what does it mean? This is the tree. For those of the Harbinger, this is the seventh Harbinger. It's the tree that they put up. They planted at Ground Zero 
in place of the fallen sycamore, and it was it was called the tree of hope. It was symbolizing America. It's a symbol of America that we're coming back stronger. That we're going to come back stronger than without God. We're coming back. We're bigger and better. Right. Well, right. well that that tree. Well, so that now now this now when I wrote the harbinger, that tree had just that had been planted. Well, the thing is, and it was going what you know one of the signs of biblical judgment is the withering away of a tree. What happened to that harbinger? The tree representing America started to wither away. Symbol of the withering away of America. And then Dr. Gina, that tree was struck down and a symbol of the fall of a nation. It's actually a biblical sign of that specific tree. If it's struck down, it's a symbol of the coming fall of a nation. And it was struck down on a Hebrew holy day, and that night it was struck down, the moon turned blood red. Woo man, this is blowing my mind. In the movie, you take the audience on a journey to uncover the mystery. Where did you go and why did you go there? Well, went to a well, there were several places, but one place is an island in uh, on, in Massachusetts Bay. Now, here's here's the mystery with it. You know, at the very beginning of America, there was there was something embedded. There was a prophetic warning, and it was by John Winthrop. And I won't go through, it, but he he gave this he gave this call of America, and he gave a promise of America. He said, if we follow God, we'll be the most powerful, blessed you know people. Well, it came true, but people missed that he gave a warning. He said he said, but if we turn away from God, then the judgment that came on Israel coming on us. Well, this is exactly what we're revealing today. This is the harbinger, the judgments of Israel. Well, he, he's the man who gave the first warning, and it's all coming true. Well, the thing is, you know, there actually was, you know, where, where was he? Well, he actually was, he was the governor, he became the governor of Boston. He founded Boston, and that's where he was, John Winthrop, and he had an island right off of Boston, and he would pray, John Winthrop's island, he would pray for America, he'd pray all that, every, you know, it was John Winthrop's island, he gave the warning. Well, what happened to the island? In the 20th century, the island of John Winthrop became an airport, became Logan Airport, the very big source of 9-11. The planes took off from John Winthrop's island, who gave the warning of what would happen. And he was actually referring to Moses' warning, and Moses said in Deuteronomy 28, that's what he was referring to, that chapter, is that if you fall away, if you turn away from God, an enemy will come like an eagle from the sky and swoop down on you. Well, those eagles took off from the island of the man who gave the warning at the very birth of America. My goodness. Oh, my goodness, Jonathan. Oh, my goodness. Glory to God. This is amazing. This is amazing. Does the harbingers of things to come speak about the future? Yeah, it totally does, because this is where it's all coming, and that's the reason I want people, I mean, what well, we have to know, uh, number one, how to stand strong in the days to come. There's a very, everything has come true so far, and it's going to keep coming true. So we need to know, we need to be ready, you know, there's challenging times, but, but we can stand, we can actually shine. You know, when the dark gets darker, it's time for us to shine. So yeah, that's one of the key reasons of why the, why the movie is coming out, because, because we need to know, God always wants his people to know. I know that everybody wants to know this. Does it give us hope? And yes. what do we need to be doing? Yeah, yes. The, the, it actually gives hope of how God actually turned the, the, the his change the history of America and the world because of the prayers of God's people. And because of following, if my people who are called by my name, which is the key here. And it actually happened, it happened in the time of Abraham Lincoln when he saved America. And it happened, it happened also in our lifetime. I won't go, go through how, but he actually changed the course of America and the world through that scripture, if my people. But that's the bit, that is the key now. 
know, but if my people it has has the has a condition, my number one, it's about my people. It's in our hands. And number two, there's a big if. If we seek His face, if we pray, if we turn away from our sinful ways, then He will hear from heaven. He'll forgive our sins. He'll heal our land. And you know something, Doctor Gina? When people say that scripture, they don't realize something. Right, the verse before gives the context for that. It says, "If I send a plague on the land." Then that's the key. Now, listen, if my people, it's time for if my people. Mm, 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 mm. So true. Wow. The harbingers of things to come, everybody. The harbingers of things to come. May 19th. You got to get your tickets. Tell everybody where they can get their tickets. Yeah, just go to the harbingers of things to come.com. Put in your, your, that's it, just the title, harbingers of things to come and dot com. It'll, it'll just put in your zip code. It'll tell you where it's playing. And the thing is, um, also with that, um, you know, uh, it'll, you can get tickets there. And the other thing, I'll tell you one, one kind of special thing is that what they're going to do is after that, showing if you can't make it and there's places where it's sold out but but remember something that you know that this that's the second showing so that's extra so hopefully you'll have a lot of space to bring unsaved people and bring people in your life but also for one month after that they're going to make it available that you can actually have a have show it in your church in your group in your bible study and so you can bring out unsaved people as well so that information should be on the website too um and let's pray that god will really you know use it for that purpose and it, and also uh, to get the books, you know, The Harbinger is everywhere, and you know, Dr. Gina, The Harbinger 2 is everywhere, too. You can just go online and get it. Oh, my goodness. That's what I was going to ask you. Where can everybody get Harbinger 2? Uh, yeah, I, I tell everybody everywhere. to get 1, 2, and everything else you got going <laughs> on because it is so powerful and so good. Also, tell everybody where they can follow you on social media, oh, how they can keep you. up with your ministry, all thank of that. You, Dr. Gina. Yeah, well, the the, uh, to the the website, the ministry is Hope of the World, um, and we'll send you free gifts. We'll send you free mystery, you know, CDs, mystery, you'll get updates. It's hopeoftheworld.org. That's all you need to know. And um, I'm on JohnlyCon Facebook, you know, is, is on. You just go JohnlyCon Facebook. Um, YouTube, JohnlyCon YouTube, I mean, it's all over. Um, and if you're ever in New York or New Jersey, you know, the, the, we invite you to be my guest, including you, Dr. Jim, if you're ever there. Uh, it's the Jerusalem Center, at, or the Beth Israel at Jerusalem Center, and it's, it's uh, in Wayne, New Jersey, right outside New York City. I love it. New motion picture set to release May 19th reveals why 2020 is prophet is prophesied year of America's shaking, shaking. This is Jonathan Khan. You guys go and follow him. Go check out the film again. The Harbingers of Things to Come dot com. Get your Harbinger 2 book, but get them all. Get every one that he has and be a part of everything he's doing. Just follow Follow him on all his social media, link up with him at his min- for his ministry and everything else that he's doing. He's amazing. God is definitely leading him and revealing so many things to him. And I'm telling you, I love being connected to you, Jonathan Kahn. Oh. Thank you so much. Oh, Thank you, Dr. Gina. You're the best. And it's always a joy to be with you. And you keep up the great work that God's given you. God bless well, you. I- Thank you. And I look forward to the next thing that God has you doing. And I would love to have you on again. Thank you. God bless you, Jonathan Kahn. Thank God bless you. All right, Jonathan Kahn, go get your tickets right now. May 19th at a theater near you, the harbingers of things to come. Now we're going to transition to my friend, my sister, Minister Nicole Atkinson within his presence. I love this segment. 
Hello, and welcome to this month's May In His Presence devotional. I'm so excited to be with you. Oh my goodness, if I had to title, would you know I always do this devotional, it will be called Pressing In. And God has revealed something to me, really just spoke to my heart that I want to share with you. And so today I'm going to be coming out of Hosea 6, chapter 6 and verse 3. And let me just read that for you here. It says, let's know, let's press on to know the Lord, whose appearing is as certain as the dawn, who will come to us like the showers, like the spring rains that give drink to the earth. Whoo, that is beautiful. It says, let us know and let us press on to know the Lord. He's coming like the showers like the spring rain, to give drink to the earth, to give drink unto our spirit. Oh, this word right here, this scripture blessed my soul so much. And, you know, I know we're out of the April showers, but we're into May where things are blooming and God is still raining on us. He's still raining his spirit upon us. And what I want to tell you is, God wants you to, to challenge yourself in May. Challenge your younger self. That part of you that still longs to know him. God wants you to press in in this season. He wants you to press. He doesn't want you to give up. The Lord will surely, he will surely saturate your heart with a fresh anointing. This is the time right here he was, that God was asking, talking to Hosea and saying his people don't, they were, they were in a, a rebellious state. And so he was talking to him about the people, how they were acting, they're conducting. And he was saying, surely as the spring rains, surely thy appearing is certain to come as even as certain as it is to come, as it is the sun to rise, as the dawn, as the sun dawns in, in the morning, as it rises in the morning, God is certainly to come. And, and so the Lord wanted me to tell, tell you, talk, talk that to that younger self. The part of you that still longs to know him, he wants you to press in in this season because there's new things being birthed out of you and they will come up as you press in. Don't give up. And God's going to saturate your heart and he's going he's gonna to saturate your heart. He's going to bring a fresh anointing because he comes like rain. So draw closer to him. Feel his presence. I know, you know, we're in this uh, second half, almost the second half. In the business world, we call this is our second quarter. So we're in the second quarter of the of, of the game here. And I don't know about you, but that there's been some challenges from the first quarter that kind of bumped me in my second quarter. And God wants us to know that he just wants us to press in. He has not forgotten you. Even if you have forgotten him as a people of the Israel's forgot they have forgotten him. God does never forget us. And he says, Surely, surely you're going to see me. Surely my appearing will come as a dawn. Surely I'm I still will rain on you. But I'm looking for you. I'm calling to you. And I'm looking for a response. God wants our response. He wants us to get into his presence so that he can then download what it is that we're what we are what we are asking for what we are our hearts are pondering on and he said i'm just waiting on you daughter i'm just waiting on you son to sit with me long enough 
Not just sit with me because you want something, but sit with me so we can, you can get to know me. So then when you're asking me, ah, you won't doubt me. When you're asking me, you won't get frustrated. Oh my God. So when you're sitting with me, you're just sitting with me. It's not about you sitting with me because you want something. You're sitting with me because you want to sit and commune with me. God is looking for relationship from his people. He's looking for relationship so he can saturate your heart so that he can give you a fresh anointing so that he can, he can uh, uh, project you into your next. You hear me? He can project you, propel you into your next. Oh, hallelujah. I felt that so much. I want to say this prayer over you today because I really feel like God uh, is leading me to, to just release this prayer over you. And I'm, so I'm going to just release this prayer. It says, Father, today, this is declaration. I want you to, I want you to come in agreement with this prayer. Today, I choose to press into your presence. I want to know you in greater depths. I want to experience your love as you intended. I cast aside all constraints that hinder me from drawing closer to you. I want the spring rains to shower me with your fresh anointing. Today, I press into you. Today, I experience the spring rains. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. I tell you, pressing in, trusting God, sitting with him. That's what he wants you to do for the month of May. Nothing else. He's going to saturate you with the spring rains. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I hope that devotional blessed you. If you would love to connect with me as I would love to connect with you, you can definitely reach out to me on my Facebook at NicoleAckinson.com. You can also um, um, reach out to me on my website where there's more information how you can get in touch with me there. That is um, www.nicoleatkinson.com. Would love to fellowship with you. Would love to um, just just to get to know you. So if you want to reach out to me, those are the avenues that you can reach out to me. Until we meet again, oh, and, and next month in June, know that I am cheering for you. Have a blessed day. All right, Minister Nicole Atkinson. She's an author, a minister, a preacher. Go ahead and link up and tag in with her. Um, it's going to bless you. Jonathan Kahn, do the same thing. Amazing, amazing woman and man of God. I love them. I love this show, Dr. Gina's Radio Chat. Thank you for tuning in with me today. I'm looking forward to next Wednesday. Listen, like I always say, live healthy, live whole, live in your destiny. Until next time, I'm loving you. Bye-bye. Dr. Gina's Radio Chat.